Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. Again, in season five, we're focusing on spiritual wellness. We've been talking about some of the nuances associated with spiritual wellness. And on this episode, our topic is the burden of unforgiveness, the burden of unforgiveness. However, before doing so, I want to give you a lifeguard tower moment. Again, this is something that you can do for others. I want you to take the time this week to tell a first responder. It might be a medical personnel, a paramedic, a firefighter, an EMT person, a law enforcement individual, military, or even ministry. I want you to tell those first responders that you appreciate their sacrifice and their service to others. Often we don't think about the sacrifice and the things that they have to go through. And um, there's a lot of things at stake. So I just want you to just let them know that you appreciate, again, both their sacrifice and their service. So again, in episode five, we will focus on spiritual wellness. And again, as I mentioned earlier, the topic for today is the burden of unforgiveness. The New Testament scripture found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse 32, it says, And be ye kind one to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. You know, during the COVID-19, there's been a lot of talk about personal hygiene, which is very important, you know, washing your hands and making sure you're wearing your mask and you are socially distancing yourselves. However, today I want to bring into our conversation the necessity for mental hygiene, mental hygiene. Mental hygiene is the science or the practice of maintaining and restoring mental health and preventing mental disorder through education, early treatment and public education. I learned that in training for my first 26.2 mile marathon, I would sometimes run with a 30 pound weight vest on me. Running is very mental. You see, the purpose for the weight vest was to strengthen my legs and my heart for the journey that lied ahead for me. Amazingly, when I would take off that 30 pound weight vest, I felt so much lighter and stronger. However, when I was training with the weight vest on, it seemed normal, it seemed natural to me. And I believe that in my opinion, this is what unforgiveness seems like. It seems normal, it seems natural. But if it goes unchecked, unforgiveness can throw, it can even grow into bitterness and resentment, which could start to feel like a 30 pound weight vest. More importantly, unforgiveness can physiologically have an adverse effect on your health and your well-being. It can raise your blood pressure, spike up your heart, rob you of your sleep, and mess with your appetite. Here's what I want you to do, just even while you are listening, unless you are driving, but if you're at a safe place where you can just stop just for a nanosecond, I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to think about a person with whom you are struggling to forgive or to be forgiven by. Close your eyes, think about a person with whom you're struggling to forgive or to be forgiven by. Open your eyes. And I bet you felt something. You may have felt a rush of, you know, your heart racing. 
You may have felt your adrenaline starting to pick up. You may feel your blood pressure rising. That's what happened. And I believe that unforgiveness can be equivalent to like a 30-pound sack of potatoes on your back. And get this metaphor. Imagine having a sack of potatoes on your back. And every time we fail to forgive others, it's as if we're adding another uh, potato to our already heavy sack, which eventually will lay us down. Forgiveness is not only about words, but it's also about not allowing negative feelings to impact you regardless of how the forgiven person treats you. So let me say that again. Forgiveness is not about words, but it's also about not allowing the negative feelings to impact you regardless of how the unforgiven uh, person treats you, the person who feels, you know, to, I'm sorry, that, you know, fails to forgive you. Okay, so in our text scripture found in Ephesians, the fourth chapter, verse 32, we find that the Apostle Paul, he gives us three admonitions. The first thing that he tells us is to be kind. You know, the Greek word for kind is Christos, Christos, and it means useful. It means to make better. It means to give what is beneficial or profitable. You know, for instance, when I was in the workforce and was a young lad many years ago, I used to work in a large company's uh, training department, and I had a manager by the name of Louise. And Louise uh, would often come to the training that I would do, and I would travel all around the service territory of this big company. And one day, Louise, Louise called me into the office, and uh, she was kind of reticent, hesitant, a little bit nervous about, you know, telling me what she wanted to share with me. And I'm, I'm saying this for a purpose, ethnic-wise. Louise was a white woman, and I'm obviously African-American. So Louise was a little hesitant to tell me what she wanted to say. And essentially what she said was that she says, Ed, uh, you get the highest uh, scores, feedback. When you do your presentations, you're probably one of the most engaging um, trainers that we have here. However, there is one word that you say and if you continue to say this word, it's going to limit, stifle, and perhaps even can ruin your career. And so after she um, you know, told me what the word was, I certainly appreciate it. And the word that she had mentioned to me, I had a lazy habit of saying the word ax. Let me ax, A-X-E, you a question rather than saying ask. And so what I did was I took a 3x5 index card and for two weeks I walked around with that card in my, in my upper, uh, in my shirt pocket and I would underline the K, ASK, and I put three lines under the K and I kept saying ask, 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 ask until it became part of my DNA. In other words, Louise was being kind to help me. She didn't have to do that and I certainly appreciate that. And then he says, not only be kind, but he says be tenderheartedness tenderheartedness and the greek word for that is eusplakanos 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 and it means compassion it means to be merciful to someone and it's kind of like you know when you think about all that we had did you know what christ has done for us paying the ultimate price and the sacrifice for us that's what we ought to do for others so being tenderhearted being being kind being concerned about people. But then here's the one that is really, really difficult. We talk about it all the time, but it is a very difficult thing, I think, in all practical aspects to do. And that is, he says, forgiving one another. So 
forgiving one another. The Greek word for forgiveness is karizomia, and it means to pardon, it means to freely deliver, it means to give or to grant, to kind of release something. And I remember several years ago, if you haven't seen this um, movie, if it's on your any one of your streaming services, it's called Unbroken, Unbroken. And it came out in 2014, I believe, 2014. And it was about a, a near-fatal plane crash in World War II. And there was an Olympian by the name of Luis uh, Zamper, Zamperini. And what happened, he spends 47 challenging days in a raft uh, along with two fellow country uh, crewmen, only to be found by the Japanese and forced to endure constant physical and emotional abuse at the hands of a prisoner guard uh, whose last name is Watanabe. And he's wanted to break Lewis's uh, indomitable spirit. And, and guess what? 50 years, five decades, 50 years after the war was over, Louis went back to Japan to forgive the guard who had mistreated him. However, Watanabe refused to meet with him. That, that's a true story. Uh, there's a movie, as I mentioned, 2014, and there's also a book that's out about uh, that called Unbroken. In other words, he, 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 he relied on God. Louis uh, relied on God to give him the strength, the grace to be able to freely uh, release uh, Watanabe's uh, for what all that he had did for him. So the question that I have for you and for me is that are we carrying any burden of unforgiveness? Or, or better yet, who do we need to forgive today? It impacts, again, you know, our mental hygiene. So how is your mental hygiene when you think about uh, the aspect of forgiveness and our emotional state? You know, as a pastor and a certified professional life coach, I got to tell you, by far, the subject of forgiveness is probably one of the most difficult ones that I've had with people because people are more concerned with getting even uh, with the offending party rather than getting right uh, with God. You know, pastors aren't exempt from this struggle either. As a matter of fact, some pastors, preachers, and ministers uh, that I know can be some of the most unforgiving individuals. So it's a challenge to be able to do so, to be able to just freely allow someone to, uh, um, you know, let them go and not, not really hold these things against them. But in and of, our, of ourselves, we can't do anything. You know, we are human and things do hurt and they do pain us along those lines. But Christ gave us an example of how he was willing to forgive. He was willing to die uh, for the wrongdoing that we do. And so we're not asking anybody to die. But what we are asking is for you to line up your horizontal relationships with one another. I believe that this is one of the biggest things that is weighing a lot of people down. And I'm going to say, I'm going to line and say in the realm of spiritual wellness, whether you are a spiritual person, a Christian person, or you might even be an, an atheist, if unforgiveness is something that has, again, a mental, a physical, and emotional impact on everyone. And so it, it, it applies to 
all human beings. It will stop you in your track. It will prevent you from being what you were designed to do. It will, it will, it will not allow you to <clears throat> hit your marks, as they say, or, or, or accomplish the purpose that you were put here for. So as we get ready to <clears throat> land a plane, I want to give you a coachable moment. This is something that uh, you can do for yourself, and I certainly would practice it myself. I want you to have a real conversation with God about an unforgiveness struggle that you might be having. I'm going to do the same thing too. Have a real conversation. Have a dialogue as if you're talking to me or I'm talking to you. Just have a conversation with God about a unforgiveness struggle that you're dealing with. And I just want to say it this way. We need to stop playing, you know, the game and going through the motions or playing the reindeer games with each other. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to break down the stronghold of unforgiveness because when we do, some amazing things will begin to happen to and through you. So again, that is our episode today on the burden of unforgiveness. I want someone to be liberated, someone to be loose, someone to be set free, someone to be able to walk in power and walk in love, walk in in, in, in the strength of what you uh, should be doing. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep End with Ed. The Deep End with Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.